This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, everybody, let me get immediately to my, uh, go immediately to my guest, Glenn Beck. He's in that rarefied position of one of those who doesn't need an introduction. But in case... No, 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 that, that, that's, that's the truth. That's a rarefied place to be, right? Would you say that, Glenn Beck? I would, but I think with Prager University, you're in that same, uh, that same category, Dennis. Well, that was a very sweet thing for you to say, and you are deflecting from your own credit, which is very humble of you. Glenn Beck, of course, of The Blaze and talk show host, author, has a very important book out now. It is. It's important. Uh, You know, I want to say something to you, Glenn, about uh, your book and about uh, what is happening. If our country, the greatest experiment in liberty and human history and in decency, fails, one thing will not be able to be said that there weren't voices who were warning about it. And your book is one of those books that delineates what is happening. The book, folks, is called Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. You know, I'll I'll tell you, Dennis, um, uh, I don't know if that could have been said... 15 years ago um, that there were people that were warning us. There were a few, but not as many as there are now. I think September 11th and then the crash and then Obama really woke a lot of people up and said, okay, wait a minute, how did we get here? And what I really learned is um, this has been a hundred year plan and it wasn't crazy to say five days away from the fundamental transformation of the United States of America when Barack Obama said that because it was a very well laid plan. And I I contend that we are in America 2.0, that the the America that our founders knew is is gone. And we are not uh, the constitutional republic that we we all think we are. And they are so far ahead. I, I, I heard you talking a little while ago about the, you know, the new Black Lives Matter fund. And it's terrifying. But, Dennis, you know and I know, trying to raise $100 million uh, on the right for, for something, let alone something that is advocating the killing of police officers and riots in the streets uh, and the destruction of Israel, that's almost impossible on the right. We have been um, asleep for a very long time thinking, at least I know I did, thinking that most people agree with me. Most people are, you know, love America and they don't want it to change and they understand their rights. They don't because the left has been with this progressive movement, um, slowly draining the lifeblood out of us since the turn of the century. And it is in both parties, left and right. Very, very important uh, that you mentioned turn of the century. Let me, though, I want to get back to that because I, when I think about it, and I think that the turning point was the 60s and 70s, but what people forget, and I remember, because I, I was at graduate school in the 70s, and I remember my teachers were all leftists. 
It didn't yeah. begin in the 60s and 70s. The manifestations began in the 60s and yeah. 70s. Yes. You know, Dennis, it's really interesting. And people don't understand why Common Core is not paying attention to American history prior to 1880. Well, that's because things like the New School started around 1880 and 1890. Uh, Johns Hopkins University, which was, was built to be the first progressive school in America and uh, progressive university. This was all coming from Germany and Nietzsche and Hegel uh, and Marx. And it was, uh, you know, we looked up to Germany at the time and all of our best scholars, if you wanted to have a doctorate, you couldn't get one in America. You had to go to Germany. And so while Common Core is not teaching anything about American history prior to 1880, that's for a reason, because they don't see American history as this new country starting in 1776 or 1791. They see this country starting really with Theodore Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson. The book that Glenn Beck has just written in which I have in front of me and is up at DennisPrager.com is titled Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. I did want to ask you, though, to clarify, because you made two points then, which we one we just touched upon the turn of the century that is the the 19th to the 20th was when it began but you said to me the right and the left what did you mean by also the right and i shouldn't say the right i should say republican and democrat um there is a um a false belief that the republicans are against the progressive movement um, and I lay out a really good case in the book. Um, I mean, the progressive movement was started by Theodore Roosevelt. Um, it was a Republican, uh, it, a Republican. Um, and the, one of the biggest progressives we think of the late 60s, early 70s, we think of Lyndon B. Johnson transforming America. But there was another progressive in office that got us off the gold standard and wanted to remove every handgun in America. And that was um, uh, Richard Nixon. Nixon yeah. Yeah, he was a huge progressive. So um, when you look at our our candidates over the last hundred years, you can really look at Reagan, who had a touch of this because he grew up in the FDR uh, era, um, but kind of knew what it was about. And so he's probably the least progressive Republican uh, president we have had other than Calvin Coolidge. And Calvin Coolidge was the last purely I love Coolidge. We're we're so on board here at the Prager Show. (laughs) I'm with you, yes. Yeah, I mean, and... And And Harding. I think you throw in Harding, too, but uh, yes. Yeah, Um, I I will tell you, Dennis, that's why I'm such a huge fan of what you're doing with Prager University. I think everybody needs to see that. Everybody needs to share everything that you guys do, because we have... We're in America 2.0. Our new founders, it's why they put Theodore Roosevelt on Mount Rushmore. Didn't that seem weird to anybody that Theodore Roosevelt was up there with the, with the true giants? It's because he was the real first founder of something brand new. And our new founders uh, are Woodrow Wilson, Theodore Roosevelt, LBJ, um, Barack Obama. I think Hillary Clinton will be the final cement uh, in this. But... 
quite honestly, I think it is it is so well poured now that we have to look to the next generation. We have to wake up and stop fighting for tomorrow and do what the progressives did in the 1800s and early 1900s and say, okay, what's a long-term plan to restore us to a constitutional republic? And, and how we got here? We let me let me just slide into progressivism. We we will have that opportunity, but there is a storm coming on the horizon of, I believe, global war, a global financial collapse, global terrorism, and uprising on the street that could slam that door shut um, by either party if we're not careful. Now, I uh, did you want to stay on because I was told that you may have to go at the bottom of the hour, so it's your yeah. call. Um, I think I have a... All right, you have an appointment. That's fine. So we'll do a part two then. Glenn, we'll do a part two. Would you like... What would you prefer? It's it's your call. More break. I'll tell everybody else to wait. I'll stay one more break with you. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. The book is Liars. Hi, everybody. A couple of more minutes here uh, with Glenn Beck, who has delineated very... Uh, very well in this book, Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. And he delineates how the, exactly what the subtitle says and from the history of it, but he writes it in his interesting way. And and by the way, I have the book in front of me and it is footnoted. And I think footnotes are important. I, 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 I happen to believe that in works of nonfiction, I want to see the sources, uh, and he really yeah. gives those sources. So we put, we put fifty pages of footnotes on there um, um, for the one reason that uh, I want um, I want your children to be able to know that when they go to college, when they go to high school, they should be challenging what is being taught um, because there's a lot of history that has been completely left out or completely changed. The winners write the history, and progressives have written the history. And I want them to be able to go and look at the sources and then not quote, never quote me in a paper, but quote the actual original sources and challenge your professor or your, your teacher. That's correct, and, and it, is, it is happening. It's just not happening enough. Students think that they are getting truth from the, the adults who teach them. The, the, and, and it starts in elementary school. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, you know, I did a series on black history on Fox, and the left never talked about it. And the reason why the left never talked about it is because there was, it was bulletproof in facts. Now, imagine Glenn Beck doing a week-long series on black history on Fox. That should have been wildly controversial and everywhere making fun of me and tearing me apart. Not a peep, because it was true, and they didn't want to bring attention to it. And what's amazing to me is the guys who were working on my floor, um, you know, two of the guys that were working on the floor at the time were uh, African-American. And the after the first episode, um, both of them came to me, and they were angry, not at me. They were angry that this truth had been kept from them and changed. And I think our children, when they're told the truth, they will say, wait a minute, 
these things are true. You people never taught me. The government never taught me. The teachers never taught me. And they will lose their respect for those in power and and be empowered themselves with the Internet and everything else that you can go find the truth on your own. And it's it's not what you're being taught in these school books. No, it isn't. And uh, again, I'm trying to promote your book here. You're telling me about, you know, the great values you stand for, and I'm trying to promote your book. <laughs> it's very, it's very sweet. I, I tried to interrupt you last hour at one point to say, folks, let me just tell you the book. <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry. No, no, I, I love that. That shows. I'm serious. It shows the the sincere. Uh, passion that you bring to to this work that you do and and it's very important that people understand that because because well, I, you know. I, I will tell you dennis that again uh, i'm praising you for prager university we're doing in our own way the same thing you're doing it extraordinarily well um and we're trying to tell the stories but tell the stories that that have never been told there are so many history history stories in here that you've never ever heard and and they are important when when you meet mr wheeler who worked for the um, internal revenue service and the the treasury department which was in charge of prohibition and you see the length at what they went to for prohibition most people don't know i didn't know until we started doing our research um, that the united states government intentionally poisoned 10,000 people with poisonous alcohol that they poisoned themselves knowingly and made a case for it. The the number is 10,000 officially. It may be as high as 50,000. But Wheeler, who was in charge of prohibition um, at the Treasury Department, said everybody who's drinking, the prohibition's not working, but everybody who's drinking and buying this, this liquor, um, they know that it's against the law. So if they drink, they're criminals anyway. And maybe people will start to understand how bad it is if people start to die or if they don't if they don't know which ones have been poisoned and which one hasn't, then they'll stop. This sounds exactly like the thinking of the current progressives that we have in office that were running guns across the border that end up in the hands of terrorists in France. All right. All right. We're going to have to do a part two. Glenn Beck's book, Liars. Congratulations, Glenn. It's a very important work. Thank you. God bless you. You too, my friend. All right, we have to take a break here. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.